0: Welcome to Prim and Proper. I'm Elizabeth Hathaway. And I'm Marinella Mazzucato. Well, the time has come, Marinella. We are talking about abortion rights, abortion access, pro-choice. You ready for it? I mean, we have to be. That's the problem. We got to be ready for it. We do have to be ready for it. And I told you before we started recording that I feel I feel like Brett Kavanaugh uh, from the SNL Brett Kavanaugh hearing cold open where he, it's Matt Damon who plays Brett Kavanaugh in this, and he comes in and he's all like, I don't know, hopped up on probably beer. Brett Kavanaugh's hopped up <laughs> on beer for sure. <laughs> he's like ready to yell at senators. And he comes into the room and he's like, I'm going to start at an eleven. And I'm going to get to a 15 real quick. I feel, <laughs> I feel that in my soul because I am so feisty today. Let me know if I'm screaming at you. And I guess sorry in advance to the listeners if they're listening at their volume, and then halfway through they have to turn it down because I'm literally screaming into the mic. I will, I will try not to do that.
1: I think they need to hear that. They need to hear the screaming. I mean, I'm, I'm OK. Let it out. <laughs>
0: Thank you. <laughs> um, so, I, you know, you and I said that there are so many different ways we could take this. And in the interest of, um, you know, in, in the interest of time and trying to kind of focus in on a couple of areas, we thought we would talk about, you know, just like our personal thoughts, opinions, stories. Also talk a little bit about some just so blah some statistics and pro-life arguments um and you know kind of our thoughts on those pro-life arguments and then we would end it with some funny signs that we saw over the weekend with um a lot of the protests that took place across the country
1: Mm -hmm.
0: yeah oh so i kind of alluded to this last week and i thought this might be where i start you know i have never had to have an abortion um i've guess been fortunate that i've not had to make that decision but i absolutely have been in situations where that may have been needed and i've always had that choice available to me and i I just you know i want to normalize i guess how often women may find themselves in situations where they have to make that type of a choice i know at least in my circumstance the couple that came to mind were times that I was on, especially the first time I was on antibiotics when I was on birth control, my doctor didn't tell me that the antibiotics might make my birth control less effective. And that was the only form of birth control I was using with my college boyfriend at the time. We were not using condoms, so that could have gone pretty poorly for me. Um, I've also been with somebody who did not tell me, did not, and I did not consent to it. But he removed the condom, which is like (sighs) stealthing. And we, I mean, that's a whole nother thing about like sexual assault and like you didn't consent to that sex act. And that's (sighs) another podcast. But that also could have resulted in pregnancy um, that would not have been wanted by me. But thankfully for me, it did not. Um, And I've also Mm -hmm. had situations where the condom broke, right? And again, that could have resulted in a, a pregnancy um, despite my efforts not to get pregnant because we used a condom. Uh, you know, so I mean, like, I, I, it's so common. And that's not including the women who are raped or coerced into sex. I mean, those are just situations that so many women face. Birth control doesn't work. Condoms fail. And that's common.
1: Yeah, now with, like, iud's and other types of uh, contraception there's still other possibilities that could happen there Mm
0: -hmm. but
1: yeah i mean i've definitely known plenty of women i mean not myself personally obviously but that had a lot of scares um i as a young person was sexually assaulted Um, by somebody in my family so I can only imagine like if that had gone in that direction already having to deal with the situation at hand and then top off I'm now pregnant I don't think that I would have survived that like I probably would have taken a drastic measure yeah if that was the case
0: right right
1: and it's it's unfortunate that that's what this kind of overturning this like leaves those people behind right in both cases both of our cases you know
0: absolutely um yeah and and and, you know the story that you've shared for anyone yourself but anyone that's gone through that there's the trauma of going through the experience itself but then to Mm -hmm. yeah as you said find out you're pregnant with that person and you might be forced to carry that baby to term I mean that's a whole nother level of trauma on top of the trauma that you or whomever endured in the first place
1: yeah it's uh, it's already a lot harder to come back from that as it is but like to throw a child into the mix and then giving birth and like you know if you if you just want to move on with your life and, and not deal with it, then you can't. You're just kind of like held hostage. Mm-hmm. And what, what's the point that's trying to be proved mm-hmm. doing that? There just isn't a good one.
0: Yeah. I was watching the documentary Seeing All Red this weekend, which is about Gloria Allred, the women's rights attorney and activist and she shares a story that this is previous to roe v wade so when abortion was not legal in this country she was raped by a doctor and she didn't go to the police because she's like who's going to believe me like this is a established you know man in his community a pillar of his community a doctor you know what who's going to take my side in this Um, but regardless she ended up pregnant like even if she had gone to the police that doesn't change the fact that she ended up pregnant and you could not go to a medical doctor to get an abortion so she had to have a back alley abortion and almost died from it and she shared that that was more difficult and traumatic than the rape itself which i can't even imagine um Mm -hmm and i've seen so many people you know share that overturning row it it's not actually getting rid of abortions it's really just getting rid of safe and legal abortions like women will do what it takes to not carry the baby of the person who raped them and if their only option is a back alley abortion they will take that option and that significantly puts their life at risk um yeah and I mean it's just it's just horrible you're not really getting rid of abortions what you're doing is you're taking them to the back alleys and you're making them unsafe for women
1: Hmm. I mean pretty much
0: yeah and um Another thing that I know you want to touch on is the kind of Hansel and Gretel energy of this. Um, by that, I mean <laughs> the arguments that Justice Alito laid out in the leaked opinion. It's like a breadcrumb trail for how you would roll back other rights, potentially. So perhaps the right to same-sex marriage, the right to access birth control itself, um, the right to interracial marriage. I mean, who knows where they, you know, may stop. But I don't know if you want to speak to that, because I know you are got some strong opinions on that one. Yeah, I just feel like at this point, if you're going
1: to tell somebody what to do with their body so early on in a pregnancy— then what choices will you force people to make that are, like, already living adults? Like, if this baby or fetus or clump of cells, whatever you want to call it, has all these rights, then how are you, I guess, transferring that to another person? Then you have to take things away from people that have already earned rights. Mm Mm-hmm. By existing and having fought for them, but now you're just like yank. You know, it's like why are why are the rights of people who are living less important than a potential child? That really, in in my opinion, clump of cells.
0: <laughs> Agreed. I almost you know it's so interesting. I I struggle. Language is so important, and I struggle with. The term baby and the use of baby for people who have a wanted pregnancy. I love using the term baby, right? They're imagining what they might call their baby. They're imagining if they'll have a boy or a girl. You know, how are they gonna decorate the nursery? What what's the baby's personality gonna be like? And what interest does the baby have, right? Like that's what parents who have a wanted pregnancy think about. But it's not actually a baby Um, I looked up a stat of you know a, a fetus is not viable outside the womb until about 24 weeks and that is with medical intervention so that's because of the advancements of medicine that we are able to have a baby who is born at 24 weeks live in a NICU with all of these incredible medical technologies we have nowadays and we are able to keep that baby alive but if we go back to the olden days and and the way humans have worked forever your baby is not viable until you know well into the third trimester so it's considering it a life when it wouldn't survive outside the womb is really that one's a struggle for me
1: yeah it's still like to me, a part that of your body that is then growing like something. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. no different than like if you had a snapped your arm and then your body had to somehow figure out a way to get it to survive and you know need medical attention, and that would be the only way it would work
0: out. right. Well, I'm gonna do my best to use the term fetus because I do think that that's more. Correct and probably, Mm -hmm. you know, again, I think words are important. So I should try to use the term fetus because when we're talking about women who are deciding on abortion, this is not a wanted pregnancy. This is not a baby that they've envisioned being part of their life. This is truly a fetus, the biologically correct term, you know, or even a clump of cells if it's really early in the pregnancy. It's really just like eight cells. I've got like, you know, probably like skin cancer moles growing on me that are more than 8 cells at this point. Yeah, I
1: mean I'm menstruating right now, so I don't know if that's allowed anymore. Is that okay?
0: I'm not sure either. You know. <laughs> Am I allowed to do that
1: cuz this is just like I don't know if it's a waste, but it's happening.
0: Right. That's like murder. That was an eligible baby that should have been brought into this world, Marinella, and you're just Yeah.
1: I mean flushing it away. I've been doing it years now. I hope
0: that's all right. (laughs) God forbid. Um, Well, moving along, I had written down some of the arguments for pro, quote unquote, pro-life. But actually, even as I say this, maybe before we hop into the arguments and you and I kind of discussing those, I have to say I... Really dislike the term pro life to begin with. Um, yeah. Because it's like, it's the pro choice camp and the pro life camp, and there's no like anti camp. And no one's really anti life. I mean, you know, serial mm-hmm. killers, but besides the serial killers, there's not an anti life Even crowd. them,
1: they got to have somebody to kill. So they want <laughs> you to be alive first. <laughs>
0: Touche. <laughs> That's a very good point. But really, I, I really think the pro-life crowd is just anti-choice. They don't want women to have a choice over their own body. Um, so part of me wants to stop calling it the pro-life movement and start calling it the anti-choice movement. Um, so I may use that interchangeably here, but mm-hmm. thoughts on that? I'm for it. I'm in. All right. Let's start a movement. So the anti-choice arguments I've seen. Let me hit you with the first one. It's God's will. Yeah. Who's God? I don't know. Why? Why? Yeah. Good point, right? Like, who's God? Is it the Christian God? Mm-hmm. Is it, you know, a God from a different religion? I have to imagine uh, not every religion has the same stance on abortion. I don't know all of the religions, but I, I got to believe they don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I I'm pretty sure
1: there's some heavy... Catholic countries that support abortion and I know Catholic churches typically not in for abortion but you know separation church and state
0: right hey they decided yeah and it's like I'm not religious so why should you be able to not you as a new marinella but others be able to impose their religious beliefs on me that's not fair Exactly. I also have a um, belief that if we're talking about God's will, then we should not have erectile dysfunction medications. Because in my opinion, Mm -hmm. if you can't get hard, that's God's will. He doesn't want you to have a boner. Sorry, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... (laughs) Right? That's... I am definitely seeing the logic in that one completely. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I... As you know, and maybe even our listeners, certainly all my friends know, I'm a Boston Red Sox fan. I love baseball. I was watching a game the other day, and they had an advertisement for, I think it's called Ronin, and it is a, or Roman maybe, I forget, something like that. And it is a mail-order erectile dysfunction medication. You don't need a prescription. They send it to you in this like discreet box so that no one knows you're getting your erectile dysfunction medication. And realistically, I think that's great, but I also think women should have access to a lot of other reproductive things without a prescription and can also be sent discreetly. I would just like equality around this concept. Um, But I almost threw the remote at my TV because I was like, F you, look how you have access to boner pills. God doesn't want you to have a boner. I'm sorry, dude, but he doesn't.
1: God doesn't want you to... Uh, have sex unless you're impregnating somebody, so you can take masturbation off the table, anal sex, anything like that. I mean, to me, if that's the case, sorry, you can't enjoy yourself unless you're impregnating somebody and then seeing like the cash register add up of all the children you now need to support.
0: Right? Do you did you ever watch the movie Legally Blonde? Yes, Reese Witherspoon, uh, who plays. Woods, She's in one of her law classes and gets in an argument with her ex-boyfriend over like this man who was trying to get parental rights um, over like sperm. He had given to one of those like sperm donation places. And then he found out that someone used his sperm and he was accessing parental rights. And Elle made the argument like, Is he tracking down every masturbatory ejaculation to see if any of those ended up in pregnancy (laughs) and then seeking rights in those cases? And I was like, yes, (laughs) Elwood. God, she was a genius. I know. They're coming out with a third movie, and I'm freaking pumped for it. Oh, man. I don't remember the
1: second one. First
0: one, definitely. Second one's not as good. But this one, I think Mindy Kaling is writing and producing, so I've got higher oh, hopes for good. it. Yeah. Yeah, she's awesome. So yeah. Well, um, on to my next uh, anti choice argument. Uh life begins at conception. Thoughts on that one? I guess we kind of touched on it a little bit before.
1: Yeah. I mean does it? Can it? Like, did you get your social security number? No. <laughs>
0: right. Right. You know. Most most people don't even know that they're pregnant at that stage um it is just a group of cells and even when like Mm. the sperm like you know gets into the little egg it doesn't even um cling to like the uterine wall for a couple of days i mean i don't remember all the biology of this but it's a whole process for it to even take root and to those cells to multiply and to even get to the point where it's a fetus that's a whole big process.
1: Everything I learned from or everything I needed to learn about like what happens when a cell enters an egg, I learned from uh, look who's talking. Remember that uh, <laughs> yeah. that intro of the birth canal and you know, the excited little sperm, like that's I mean, that's what's happening, and that looked very sciencey to me, not not much of anything else happening there.
0: No. No, and you know again i um i understand how if you are somebody who is wanting a baby you may as soon as you become aware that you are pregnant consider that life in your mind because again you're imagining what this baby will become and you are imagining Mm -hmm. all the things associated with that but if it is an unwanted pregnancy, you really do see it as, oh shoot, I've got these cells that are rapidly growing in my body, and I do not want this.
1: Yeah, you're not um, overcome by like emotions of like your future in a positive way. You know, like it's it's the opposite. It's dread. Mm-hmm. You know fear
0: not having a plan being caught by surprise Um, you might already be a parent and worried about how you're going to continue to support the children you already have if another one is added to that mix Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah,
1: which is how Roe v. Wade kind of came about right I mean Mm -hmm. there were reasons that people needed to have abortions
0: yep and again I think This goes back to a concept of biologically that is not what we would consider a human baby that's viable outside of the womb. That's a group of cells. Uh, Again, I probably, with my luck, because I need to go get a skin cancer screening, probably have a mole on me that has just as many cells that's growing. And nobody would think, oh, no, don't take off the mole. That's That's life. Those are cells that are multiplying. You must save them. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a hypocrisy. So you know, that's, it is what it is. <laughs> yes. All right, so here is my next one for you. Uh, again, anti-choice argument that abortion is murder.
1: Um, no. No, I do not believe that for a second. <laughs>
0: No, I do not accept that, period.
1: (laughs) Yes, overruled. Thank you.
0: Well, so here's something I looked up because I have heard that for, you know, developed countries of the world that the U.S. has one of the worst um, maternal mortality rates. So this is women or people with uteruses who die during pregnancy, birth, or shortly thereafter. And so... The maternal mortality rate in the U.S. is 26 deaths per 100,000 pregnancies, which is pretty horrific when you consider that there's, I think, a couple of million abortions a year. So that means that there are going to be women who cannot access abortion that will die in pregnancy, giving birth or shortly thereafter, for a, a pregnancy they did not want
1: yeah nobody really hears about like these women to begin with. you know what I mean? So, yeah, where are these women from? what's what are they going through? Nobody knows because why talk about it
0: right. So, like forced birth is murder. <laughs> Abortion's not murder. like forcing mm-hmm. women to give birth will literally result in death. And I didn't look this up, but I have to imagine this disproportionately this this um Maternal mortality rate disproportionately affects poor women, women of color, right? We know that that's true of other healthcare issues, so have to believe it's probably mm-hmm. true of this. So we're also kind of disadvantaging already more uh, marginalized communities, you know, even further.
1: Yeah, and you know, if if mom's dying, I think the baby or fetus is going down with it most times. I don't, I don't know that that's,
0: yeah. You know? Yeah, that's actually another
1: good argument. You can either have. You're losing two. It's two people, then, if that's if we're saying that there is a life
0: inside of her. Right. Two for the price of one. Two deaths for the price of one. All right, I've got one more for you. Oh, the, the sigh. What? Oh, what God, is it? I, I know. know. <laughs> this one. I mean, not that the others had me feeling any better. But this one is just kind of disgusting to me and, and really Shows people's hands, I think. Abortions reduce the number of adoptable babies. That's bullshit, because
1: there's plenty of adoptable babies now. And the problem is, is that in many cases, the, the babies that were born... Probably didn't come into a good circumstance. They were unwanted. They have problems, developmental issues. Uh, You know, they might have been born to drug addicts. And as much as people say that they would adopt those babies, why are they still hanging out in the system? It's just... Right. It's just bullshit. Right.
0: It's not like the foster care system doesn't have any kids looking for lifelong homes uh no there's a lot of kids in the foster care system that could be in need of a family uh there's there's not a shortage on children and babies up for adoption except for of the you know specific kind you want you know your little white child infant not born to Mm -hmm. a parent who was addicted to drugs right it's like all these little check boxes that have to be made that might be there might be not a lot of options for that particular type of baby
1: yeah i think when they say things like oh the babies are adoptable you know they're it's they're literally picturing like a handmade tail situation where you have farmed the baby that you want and This person has been like, ooh, I'll carry this baby for you. I don't want it, so I'll just go at, like, almost like surrogacy or Mm -hmm. something that is, like, highly expensive, planned out, Mm -hmm. uh, involves a lot of, like, psychological evaluation. Like, Mm -hmm. that's not what you get when somebody's like, I'm going to
0: give my child up. Right. And a consenting adult, right? Surrogates are consenting adults to what they are going through. Uh, Again, you are forcing women to deliver a baby that they do not want to consent to um, delivering. Mm -hmm. Also, it's just like and you, you brought this up with the handmaid's tale analogy, but you're just seeing women as like incubators. Like we're just baby makers. We're not a person that has our own wants and needs. We're just literally a uterus that can incubate a baby for you. Like the lowest common denominator that you could try to define a woman by you're you're taking away her personhood and just making her yeah like I said an incubator test tube situation a vessel
1: yeah I mean it's kind of how I view people who like breed dogs I don't I don't understand it I'm like why are you doing that it's the same thing to me where I'm like did that dog want to be pregnant and give up all of its babies or but I will say that people who breed dogs when one of the babies or puppies Drops dead. They don't even think twice about it. They're just like, well, it didn't make it. Put it in the trash can. Right?
0: I mean. So,
1: I mean, if that's what we're we're comparing it to.
0: God. Yeah. The, the gymnastics that one requires to have an anti-choice mindset is kind of mind-boggling to me. Because um, I, I also find, and I didn't look up a data point on this, but I also find that... You know, if there's a Venn diagram of those who are anti choice, pro life, to those who are also for the death penalty, they overlap quite a bit. So I'm like, how can you be pro life and pro death penalty? How is this making any sense?
1: I mean, it doesn't, but the only thing I can say is that. It- if you're going to try to operate a world based on what you think is perfect and then nothing else is allowed, I mean, there's not going to be very many people left. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: It's just, it's going to be your white middle-class family or upper class. I don't know, but that's, that's what they're, to me, looking towards. Like, that's what
0: they want. Yeah. I think you're right that that is kind of, I mean, it definitely has those eugenics vibes to it where it's like, gosh I mean, I, I I hate to say it but it does, it feels like this is the demographic that they want, this is how they want the world to be, this is quote unquote what they perceive traditional family values being and they want people to fit into what that is and um, yeah, it gives me really icky vibes mm-hmm. Yeah and
1: I mean, the thing is, is that so many people aren't that. They may try to be or pretend to be or like strive for it, but like at the end of the day, it's just an idea in your head. It's not like the reality is that you're not just going to become this version of what you want to see in the world just by default. Like, Mm it doesn't happen.
0: And what's so interesting to me is like at the end of the day, you can still. Personally, strive for that. Like, no one is saying you have to have an abortion. If you become pregnant and do not want it, you absolutely can carry it to term, deliver, and put the baby up for adoption. I'm not going to judge mm-hmm. you. But that's your choice. But stop, you know, again, pushing your beliefs onto other people.
1: Yeah. And it's just funny how we just went through this whole thing with COVID of like, you know, Mm. my body, no mask, but this is different. This isn't, oh, this isn't the same at all. Like, you know, the the mask thing is because COVID was fake, you know, like it was just, but that was a violation of my rights. Like government was being dramatic and creating this thing and they were trying to violate my rights because of that. But this is not the
0: same. Right. Oh, no, no. My gosh. And it's like they don't get that it's a public health thing and it's a communicable disease. So actually wearing a mask helps protect everyone in your community. That's why being pregnant and deciding to get an abortion affects literally zero people in your community. Zero.
1: Yeah. It affects your community if you're having children that you don't want. Yep. You know, that definitely will take a toll on your taxpayer dollars, uh, just in general, like your neighborhood, everything kind of can take a shit if you're just a parent who didn't want a child and mm-hmm. is stuck with it. Yeah. I mean,
0: I'd also like to make if, if the pro-life movement thinks it's not OK to use the term anti-choice, which I don't really actually care what they think, but if they're so against it, then I implore them to at least use the term pro-birth because so often they are pro the baby being brought into the world, but they do not think about or care about how that baby is going to get raised. Like what resources are going to feed that baby, house that baby, clothe that baby? Are you wanting us to raise more money to put into the foster care system, to put into SNAP and Food Stamps and, you know, um, WIC, those other programs. Because oftentimes, again, going back to my little Venn diagram reference, a lot of the people who identify as pro-life are not for the social programs that would be needed to support all of these extra children that would come into this world.
1: It doesn't make any sense. It seems like they would highly benefit from this type of activity. But... There was a book that somebody recommended to me back in the day. I forget who wrote it, but it was, like, um, something about, like, what what's happening in Kansas or something like that. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't know. Where there's this phenomenon know. of, like, areas where it would make sense to vote in favor of, like, social programs, be more liberal or be more beneficial to those people in that area they always vote against themselves and it's because of this like fantasy land of where they stand in the world like they'd rather imagine themselves as better than where they're at and if they vote that way then it makes it so Mm -hmm. and that's kind of how I see when people do like think in a way where it's like you realize you're screwing yourself like you don't even see it everyone else sees it but you don't
0: It's like the people who are against taxing multimillionaires and billionaires because one day they may be a multimillionaire and billionaire, and they don't want to pay. I'm like, okay, first off, that's not going to (laughs) happen. The amount of people that make it to that wealth, they don't start out uh, in the same place that the rest of us do. They typically start out a leg up in this world. Um, Mm -hmm. Even your quote unquote self-made millionaires and billionaires when you really dig under the surface, they came with a lot of privilege, access, networks, yada yada yada. These people aren't like coming from poverty enriched areas, um, yeah. And so I think it's that same concept where you're like, well, one day that could be me, and then I don't want to be taxed at that rate. And it's like you're voting against your own interests in the short term, and it's all for a hope of something that's never gonna happen. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah but i I guess I st- I fail to see like what the hope is in like getting rid of abortion.
0: like what what's what's the end game? Like, what do you want? I know. I don't get it either. So one final stat that I saw and have read about is that one in four women have an abortion. I think there is so much. So I've known some women in my life who have had an abortion, and I've known some men who have made that decision with a partner to have an abortion because there are circumstances um, that made sense. Uh, but a lot of people carry that, I think, privately because it's so stigmatized. Uh, but just hearing that one in four women, I mean, when you think of how many women you know, that means you definitely know and most likely love more than one woman who has had an abortion. So you are literally going against although you may not know it women yeah. in your life who you love yeah i and i
1: know a, a f- quite a few people who have had abortions and some of them have children now it was just like a, not the time mm-hmm. not the person that they 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 were seeing themselves having a baby with um, somebody i'm very close to got pregnant when they were 16 they were in college um, had the abortion, really went through a lot because of that, ended up finding, you know, faith and, like, became Christian and met her now husband, and they had a baby, and ironically, she doesn't believe that abortion should happen now. She says it. I don't think it's right because of her religious views, but, um, you know, I can't help but say, what do you think would have happened if you had had the child at 16 with the really crappy guy you were with like you wouldn't have ever found probably this faith he wouldn't have let you have any type of life he was a crazy controlling person so it's just like how do you forget that experience and see how it kind of put you in a better position to have the life that you want now
0: yeah i i I don't know how you could not not connect those dots right like I don't believe you have to have lived an experience to still have empathy and understanding Mm -hmm. for an experience but having lived an experience and seeing how your life turned out I just don't understand how you can't connect the dots there that your life would have been vastly different had you not had access to and were forced to have that pregnancy come to term. Yeah, maybe it was like
1: maybe something she never fully dealt with, something she feels guilty about, something like that because of what, you know, society, mm-hmm. I'm sure her church have told her how to feel about it, and maybe that's not really a true opinion that she would hold if
0: she wasn't, you know, where she's at now. I don't know. Mhm. Yeah, I mean, I have to believe there's a ton of shame that can be involved, for not for everyone. I know some people are able to see that it is just a couple of cells or a fetus, and that's not a human life, and they don't have any difficulty with that decision. But I am sure for others it does carry a ton of shame. And, um, you know, mm-hmm. how do we reconcile feelings of shame? I mean, that's a really tough thing for... I think all of us humans to grapple with. And I'm sure for some, it's like this boomerang effect where they become against the thing that they, you know, were able to access and do. Um, And it's a shame because it's not really dealing with the true shame. It's like, um, I don't know, virtue signaling to. For something yeah, different, like overcompensating or, for something, uh, yeah, yeah. Overcompensating, I don't, yeah. It's, I mean, it's interesting.
1: I mean, people make you feel shame for shame for even just believing in having a choice. Like, you don't even have to have an abortion. If you tell somebody pro life that you're pro choice, I feel like they have some shame inducing conversation with you afterward, yeah, for the most part, where you're like, okay, why do you have to make me feel Like, I'm a bad person for believing
0: this. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're so right. It's interesting because I feel like it was around the time of the Me Too movement. There was a bit of, I don't remember why, if, if there was some contemplation at the time of Roe being overturned, but there was like a movement on social media for women to share that they had had an abortion. And I feel like it was Busy Phillips, is that her name? And she, I think she might have started it. She's like, um, mm, yeah. you know me, and she was like, I had an abortion, and you know me. And then like other women started opening up, like celebrities, famous people started opening up and sharing the, you know, their stories. Um, part of me kind of hopes, yeah you know that there's another type of movement similar to that because we really need to break down the stigma. I mean if 1 in 4 women has had an abortion, that is a lot of women and there's nothing to be ashamed about. Again, you and I have touched on the variety of women's the variety of reasons women may make that choice and none of them are reasons to feel shame.
1: Yeah, there there has been a pretty big social media outcry of women sharing um, there's stories about either being assaulted and being afraid of being pregnant or having an abortion and, you know, you just kind of look at a person and you're quick to look at somebody just by appearance and figuring out whether or not they've had that experience. And just some of the faces just like, look like a beautiful woman or somebody who looks shy or somebody, something like that, where you just are so quick to be like, That's never happened to her. But in reality, um, it's not like uh, a selective thing to happen. It just unfortunately happens to every type of woman.
0: Yeah. If you have a uterus, there's a chance that this could happen to you. Um, Well, I thought we could wrap. I took uh, wrap this episode by. Uh, talking about some signs I saw this weekend at some protests across the country and thought we could have a little bit of fun with it, mm-hmm. the creative folks that are out there. The first, <laughs> the first funny sign I saw was this episode of Handmaid's Tale sucks. Yes.
1: I mean, the handmade ones are pretty on point. And was that at a particular protest or did you just find like random ones? Because I've I've not been sure if like there's been certain ones.
0: Yeah, I was looking for mainly at the protests that happened on Saturday in Chicago. I wasn't able to go. it was at a a kid's birthday party, um, but I do plan to attend some other ones. And this is mainly where I saw these signs. But I'm sure that they were, you know, I'm sure people had similar ideas at other protests across the US and I know I saw a lot of women dressed in the handmaid's tail um, like the red kind of garb with the little bonnet that look I definitely saw a lot of pictures of women dressed that way this weekend
1: yeah I wore that to a music festival for Halloween one time
0: oh we might be in in 2018
1: I think maybe 2019 it's a bit of foreshadowing but anyway that was very pro-life of you to attend a birthday party for a child I want to say (laughs) (laughs) way to continue to invest in that kid that's on the earth
0: I did I bought him a dinosaur he is adorable Grayson shout out to you turning four (laughs) (laughs) actually so the birthday was the party was two days before his actual birthday and I asked him how old he was and he told me three he Was not willing to admit that he was four yet because it was still two days till his birthday.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, hold on to that youth kid because it only gets weird for, after that. <laughs> anyway, along the handmade Tales, so I just looked up random ones because there wasn't any. Um, Florida doesn't exactly have the same probably cry out currently.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, they should but but not as much active protesting. Um, I saw a handmade one, and I think it was from a recent protest, and it said, um, keep your rosaries off my ovaries.
0: <laughs> Ooh, yes. Yeah,
1: and uh, they were wearing some handmade outfits when they were strutting around.
0: Yes, it's probably a time that you dust off your handmaid's tail outfit, Uh Get that thing ready out from wherever you kept it the last two years or four years. What you say? 20, 2018? That was four years ago, I guess.
1: Yeah, I have it in a glass case that says break in case of emergency. So
0: <laughs> It's an emergency. It's, break it.
1: <laughs> it's time.
0: <laughs> so I, another one I saw that I was a big fan of as a heterosexual woman. I will not be told what is best for my uterus by men who can't even find the clitoris. <laughs> god amen oh, on man. that one yeah yep yep
1: let's see my arm is tired from carrying the sign since the 1970s
0: mm, yep that's a pretty one. good one yep
1: from a probably a lady in her 60s or so so that seems appropriate for her. women who have been around for that long dealing with this shit mm-hmm
0: uh, I saw some overeducated millennial women signs in response to the Florida rep Matt Gates, who made that comment that you know everyone who's pro-choice is an overeducated millennial woman with nothing but time on their hands. So uh, I love the women leaning into that uh, you know name.
1: What an insult. How terrible. <laughs> uh let's see i saw one that said bitch better have my abortion access i like that one (laughs)
0: yes i saw some around the theme of guns so like my uterus has more restrictions than guns and ar-15 isn't in the constitution either
1: Mm mm-hmm god that is so sad and so true yeah um let's see I saw one that had a guy that was holding a sign, it's easy to be pro-choice when you're not the one being killed, with a woman standing next to him saying, it's easy to be pro-life when you're not the one being pregnant.
0: Mm. Mic drop. Yes, mm-hmm. indeed. Um, I've got two more. So one of them was a very creative artists who drew a uterus and the fallopian tubes were two middle fingers given the middle finger a little fuck you um real big fan of that that's that's talent right there do you have any more or um yes i
1: have two more as well one of them along the lines of the uterus says why are you so obsessed with me and it has uh, regina from the mean girls inside the uterus I think that was a pretty good one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 oh well, another uh, another favorite of mine. This is probably the favorite one that I saw because I I'm really feeling the feisty ones. Um, if abortion is murder, then a blowjob is cannibalism. Mm. Yep. Sure <laughs> shit is. Yep.
1: And uh, my last one is, I won't carry his load. And it's had a graphic photo of some ejaculation.
0: (laughs) 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 Oh, keep getting creative, women. We are apparently going to have to march pretty regularly. And uh, men, you too. Like I said, some of these were signs held by men. And I was really quite, thank you. Thank you for joining us.
1: Yeah, definitely there's a lot of male supporters out there surprisingly. Um there's plenty that are not against women. Yes.
0: Yes, and we need you. Uh this is apparently going to take all of us. Um we thought we had already accomplished this, but uh I guess I don't know what is it like every, you know, I, what, you know. It's like uh what is it the cicade, what are they called? um cicadas that come back oh every the cicadas years. yes yeah it's kind of like a you know a 50 year cycle we have to go through and protest and get our rights back again apparently
1: yes like planting a new tree and all of that has to all happen again yeah yeah
0: well um <sighs> i think that wraps it for this week i would not be surprised if we revisit this topic either in a full episode or just, you know, as more information comes out, just touch on it in other episodes. I think this is one that we need to watch.
1: Yeah, do we know when the actual full decision is set to be decided upon as though it hasn't been already?
0: I don't know that they've set a date. I know that it's usually during the summer, but I I don't know that there was a date specifically set. Okay,
1: well... Uh yeah. Till next yeah. time.
0: Till next time. Get feisty everyone.
1: Yes. Don't get pregnant. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>